to another episode of Kind Of, if you do not know who I am. Hello, hi, my name is Layla, and this is my Beauty and Lifestyle podcast. Um, happy episode 12, I believe. That means we have a dozen episodes of Q Kind Of, which is pretty cool. And I did the math, and actually, I didn't do the math, but I checked my calendar, and May will be one year since I released an episode of Cute Kind Of which is almost two months from now, so that's pretty exciting. But we have quite a few things to talk about today, so I'm just going to get started. But before that, I just wanted to do two quick shout-outs to my friends Lily and Reem, who left me reviews on Apple Podcast. So I did not notice until I checked like a day ago, but Reem wrote me a really cute one. So if you're listening, Reem, thank you. Um, Lily actually left me one on my birthday, which was three weeks ago, so I'm so sorry I just saw it. But she wrote a very sweet message about cute kind of. So Lily, if you're listening, thank you so much. Um, I've known Lily for years, like literal years. We never have met face to face, but we met virtually when we started actively beauty blogging when we were in high school. She is incredibly sweet, down to earth. She has a YouTube channel and it is great. Like I've been subscribed and watching it for years. She recently just uploaded a video about what's on her iPad Pro. So I'll link it in the blog post, but both of you guys, if you're listening, thank you so much for the reviews. I really appreciate it. Um, And if you would like to leave a review i would really appreciate that as well so thank you guys um but now on to beauty news i literally have so much because last week's random impromptu podcast episode i really tried to organize everything today and put a lot more information so let's just move right in We have a lot of products on the way. I found most of these on Trend Mood's Instagram page. But Ole Henriksen is releasing a Banana Bright Vitamin C Serum. The serum is supposed to give you bouncier skin in 7 days. It's going to be released on March 27th for olehenriksen.com. Then on the 31st for Sephora Online. And then it will be in stores on April 3rd. I was really interested in this product because Ole Henriksen already has a vitamin C serum that I actually really, really like. I've used it before and I definitely think it's one of my favorite vitamin C serums. I don't know if they're rebranding that vitamin C serum to be this Banana Bright vitamin C serum, but we will see. I am interested. I know they're Banana Bright. Um, I think they have an eye cream and then face primer were really popular, so I can see why they're taking the Banana Bright route but excited for that. So Fenty is releasing a new matchstick in an iridescent finish, although I can't find any confirmation online other than Trend Mood's Instagram page. Uh, It looks really good if you have very, very fair skin. I think it will work really well. I even think it will work really well on very, very dark skin as well. Um, On medium, I don't think this will look that well, but I definitely need to see the product first before I give like a definite answer. I don't know. You might be surprised because I have the RMS Living Luminizer and when I saw it, I was like, this definitely will not look good on my skin. But then once I started using it, I was like, wow, this is actually really good. So hopefully it will be like that. Fenty is also releasing a cream blush and contour collection called Cheeks Out, which is really cute. Um, I really like the color selection of blush and bronzers because it's super summery. We got a lot of hot pinks, oranges, along with golds, warm brown. 
However, there are still cool toned cream bronzers, but they do not have a release date though. ColourPop is coming out, or they already came out with, this blending sponge kit called the Full Beat Kit. It comes with five sponges, $20 for the whole kit, $7 for each individual sponge. There are three standard sponges in the kit, which is like the detail, which is like the teardrop, hourglass, which is like curved in the center, and then the complexion blending, which is like your normal beauty blender shape. Well, actually, it's more reminiscent of like the... Oh, the Real Techniques blending sponge. However, there are two sponges that are very unique. One is the velvet blending sponge and the silicone blending sponge. Um, velvet has become like the newest makeup application material since Tati Beauty released its um, Blendyful makeup sponge, which got a ton of positive responses. I like have watched a bunch of videos of like YouTubers using it and they really like it. And I was really skeptical about the velvet at first, but it, if everyone likes it, it must be pretty good. And then the second one is the silicone sponge. I thought the entire thing was going to be made out of silicone, but it is not. Instead, it has a silicone core that's supposed to minimize product absorption. But I believe the outer material is still a sponge. Um, they also have a product that I thought was really interesting, and I actually looked it up, and they have different variations. But they also released something called the, like a box of lip pencils called the Big Box of Lippy Pencils. And then they have another one called the Big Box of Lippy Sticks, which are like their matte lipsticks. But it basically comes with 40 lip pencils, hence the name. But I think it's a great idea, especially if you're not too fond of buying a bunch of lip pencils or a bunch of lip products or you're just starting out as a makeup artist and you need like a variety of lip pencils but don't want to have to deal with trying to find the right shade then live tinted is releasing a new shade of Houston, and it's a really pretty berry shade called free it retails for 24 dollars i love this color i was looking at the photos i was like wow this is actually really pretty and for once i actually think it's gonna look good on my skin tone um, you can go online and see like all the different colors and the different ways they applied it. But I'm actually really interested in buying it. It's super pretty and I, like I said, I think it will fit my skin tone really well. Okay, so Estee Lauder did a collaboration with Kith. But it's their second one apparently and I did not even know they released the first one. But the collection launched on March 7th as part of International Women's Day. The kit comes with a lip liner, lipstick, foundation powder, and mascara. And it retails for $195. Um, the point of it is to like create like a little collection of very like staple products for an everyday natural makeup routine. So I kind of get it. But yes, and if you don't know, Kith is like a pretty popular streetwear brand. If you, I know it's popular in Japan. I think it's popular in Japan. Next, Patrick Ta is launching a brow product called Major Brow. That is literally all I know about it. Like, that's it. But the next is actually kind of exciting. And it's Stila's launching liquid eyeshadow collection called the Double Dip Suede Shade in Glitter and Glow Liquid Eyeshadows. Um, it actually looks really good and I'm a fan of the concept. I always like using a matte shadow with my glitter to add depth to the makeup look. They retail for $24 and the way it works is like the caps are magnetic so you can stick the <laughs> glitter one with the suede, suede slash matte one. 
together, so they're always together, but obviously you can just pull them apart. But I really like the idea. I think everyone's a big fan of the liquid glitter eyeshadows, so I'm excited to see how the suede side swatches. Okay, and then this one's interesting, but Dyson came out with a hair straightener, and it is about $500. The two things I think that are kind of cool about it is it charges, so it's wireless, and I really hate wires when I'm dealing with hair um, tools. A lot of times when I put the hair tool down, it will fall over, even like it will get caught up when I'm trying to actually do my hair. The next thing is that the plates okay so this is this is how I process it so another thing is the plates on the iron gather the hair evenly for one straight straighten so like a lot of times I take a brush and I brush my hair section out first and then I straighten it or I just take the straightener and I put the brush in front of the straightener and then brushing out my hair while I'm straightening just to make sure it's an even straight straighten however the straightener is supposed to eliminate the need for the brush and just straighten your hair immediately um kind of fascinated by that i don't know exactly how it's gonna work but i'm excited to see how it works so alexa demi everyone's favorite new it girl she was on euphoria alexa is the new face of max all new dazzle shadow extreme eyeshadows it is described as a molten metallic color with 12 hour staying power the hashtag mac is using with the collection is more than meets the eye so i'm assuming that's the name of the entire collection and campaign but another point is are fake bottom lashes in now um, in the promotional photos, Alexa had these ele had this like electric blue shadow up to her eyebrows and triangular bottom lashes. That was like my favorite look from the promotional shoot. However, all the photos and the makeup looked really, really good. Um, I also saw a photo of Becky G wearing like this really pretty orangey eye with like only like two of the fake bottom lashes and they look so good. Becky G's makeup done by Makeup by Vincent, who is also a Shiseido global artist. Um, oh, and then next. Okay, so I've been wanting to mention this forever, but this indie eyelash brand I saw on Twitter months ago is called Lash Pharmacy, and the creative direction of the brand is exactly how it sounds. Like, you need to check it out because it's so cute. The lash lines are called, like, lashcriptions, and the lashes come in hot pink pharmacy bottles, and they're all, like, named, like, um, medicine names, so, like, Perk 30 or, like, Molly. Um, the owner is... Okay, so I'm going to spell it out right now because I don't want to mess it up, but the owner is at S-E-A-U-X-A-L-E-X-I-A on Twitter. Please check out our products. I might pick up hair when I get some extra money but for the past few months I haven't been wearing fake eyelashes um they also just released like these ultra fine glitter line called antidotes um so you guys know how hard it is to do glitter and makeup so for an indie brand to do glitter like that big props to her it was very good I really like the brand it is so cute love it Alright, moving on to articles. I have one from the BOF that I've been meaning to discuss for a while. However, I did not have access to it and then I had access to it, but it turns out that I just needed to log in, so I'll add my part. But it's called Building the Glossier of 
The Black Hair Market by Tamison O'Connor, and it was published on November 14, 2019. That is how long I've been sitting on this article because I just could not figure out how I could access it, but it turns out you just need to create an account and log in. But the story is about Freddie Harrell, a French-born London-based fashion blogger. When she started to wear her hair naturally, she wanted to find a way to make her hair bigger, so she could not find a local solution, so she designed her own easy to clip in extensions um when she posted them to instagram she was flooded with dms asking her how she achieved a lot of volume with her natural hair this led to the creation of her synthetic clip-in textured hair extensions wigs and accessories brand it caters to digital savvy and time conscious black consumers um and then this is a direct quote the new products will hit the market next spring shipping globally using a digital first direct-to-consumer model for its launch the brand will relocate to new york because the market is bigger than the uk or france said harold um and then this article goes into detail about one of the most overlooked consumer groups in the western market which is black consumers and very interesting facts so African Americans are 14% of the U.S. population, but have huge purchasing power. African Americans will spend 1.75 billion dollars on hair care products this year, and I believe that's 2019. Um, a little half, a little less than half of that will be spent on hair care brands that directly target Black consumers. So here is another quote from the article. What really stood out to for investors was Harold's focus on creating a community for global African diaspora when it's when developing Rad Swan. That's the name of the hair care brand. I mean the hairline brand. Harold enlisted her future cons- customers to help her shape brand. What would be through pop up shops, focus groups, and social media conversations. And her community was highly engaged. She put out a thirty seven question survey to. Her 230,000 Instagram followers receiving over 1,200 responses within, with a 93% completion rate. This is another example to my POC friends that many of the beauty issues and beyond beauty issues we face is not only exclusive to us individually, but people around us might actually feel the same exact way and have the same exact problems as us. So for example, I got new glasses from Amazon that's supposed to have like a blue light filter because I work on my computer a lot. Um, I don't really wear glasses unless it's to see my TV when I'm playing video games, but every pair of glasses I've ever owned hurt really badly above my ears and on my nose bridge. And I just thought I just had an abnormally large head inherited a huge nose but when I like searched online how to adjust them it auto filled in the search bar meaning that the problem was faced by so many other people as well so that's just a really good reminder and I really love Freddie's innovation and her thought and her the community she's building with this brand um, and how she's catering this brand to black consumers this is a great article. I highly suggest you read it. Um, and I'm very excited to see Ratswan drop their collection in spring. The next article is by Kara Nesvig, who is contributor to Allure. This article is called Rihanna opened the first official Fenty Beauty TikTok house, and it was published on March 8th, 2020. Um, it is basically what the article is titled. But according to Dazed, Rihanna debuted a new 
TikTok house in Los Angeles and it comes complete with a pool and tons of video ready natural light and mirrors. I believe Brianna explains it best. We are standing in the official first Fenty Beauty TikTok home, she announced at the unveiling. I just wanted to create a platform for the next wave of content creator. I think our generation is the sickest, the illest, the most creative. I can't do it alone, so join in with the people who are influencing the world and my community and my generation. This is a hub. Um, so it's not like a house where people, she's going to have people living there. I think it's more like, let's all meet up at the Rihanna Fenty Beauty TikTok home and record a couple TikToks or like have a meeting or meet each other for the first time if you're like a TikTok creator. So it's a good thing no one is living there, I believe. But um, if you're not familiar, houses for content creator collabs have been around for a really long time. The first one I remember was called the O2L house. And if you are my age and were addicted to YouTube growing up, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Do not lie. But it was basically like five guys who lived together and made videos on a collaboration channel called O2L, which stands for like Our Second Life. And But they also had their own individual channels so each person had their own designated day of the week to post a video and they usually followed a theme um i literally cannot believe i remember all of this but towards the end of 012 that is when vine started to blow up and we got megacon and vlog squad and now there's like the tiktok hype house and if you want to learn more information about that i will link a few new york times articles by taylor lorenz on the blog post um, she kind of covers like internet culture and stuff like that. She broke the story about um, creator of the Renegade, the 14 year old, and that went like viral on social media. Um, while writing the script, I started to think about people under the age of 20. If you were 18, I still think you're a baby, but <laughs> who got famous on social media and like whether or not they benefited on the long term. Like I know like short term it was kind of like yes they got money they got fame they got connections and blah 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 but like on the long term were they able to create something that lasted but I think I'm going to talk about that in the blog post because it's going to take a lot of time to just analytically I mean analyze the entire situation but yeah but next story another story from Allure Kylie Jenner was caught applying another brand sunscreen in an Allure article by Marcy Robin Published on March 8, 2020, Kylie was caught using the $10 drugstore product known as Banana Boat Ultra Fine Clear Sunscreen Spray SPF 50+, instead of using Kylie Skin Broad Spectrum SPF 30 Sunscreen Oil. Um, she uploaded the photos slash video to her Instagram, and I was kind of confused. Although I know for a fact no one uses the same brand of products all the time, even people who own makeup brands like I'm pretty sure they use different products as well a bunch of people commented under this photo asking like girl where's you why aren't you using your sunscreen and she was like she replied that her mom is a hater and she does not have any of her sunscreen there but I think she just she learned a lesson so that's good right so this next article was really cute it's on alert and it's called seven editors share the woman who inspired their careers in beauty by Angela Trekhoshis. It was published on March 8th, 2020. I highly suggest you read it because it made me think about my beauty career inspiration. If you remember one of my very first episodes, it was about my favorite beauty vloggers, which I will link in the blog post, but I wanted to talk about my biggest beauty inspo, who was Michelle Fawn. 
I do not follow Michelle as much as I did before. She's very active on social media now. And she's developing a wonderful makeup brand. So a lot of her time is spent devoted to that makeup brand. But I started watching her very early in my career when she still made videos in Florida. And I believe I've watched every single one of her videos at least three times. Um, I really appreciated her videos because she planned most of them to make them very professional and helpful as possible. A lot of beauty vloggers these days tend to just do first impressions, not very full reviews, get ready with me's, and just kind of off-the-cuff things. And like I still watch those and they're still good, like no shade, but there's definitely a vacancy in the vlogger world to like kind of bring the professional-esque videos and the creativity and the kind of just the overall production value that Michelle brought with her videos. Um, I really miss her videos because they were just like out of this world. But she also grew up watching a ton of anime and playing tons of video games. So I related with her beyond just the makeup and beauty aspects. So she was kind of like my, how I aspire to be, you know, work very hard and create something. So yeah, I would love to know what you, who your beauty inspiration is. But next article is... I think the most exciting news of the week. So the Birkin bag of lipsticks has arrived. Uh, no, I did not come up with that, but the WSJ and the Coverture articles did though. After almost 20 years in the making, two years of development and 15 years of just thinking about it, French luxury brand Hermes launched Rouge Hermes, its line of luxury lipstick. So the Hermes team used um, it's library of 75,000 silk swatches, 900 leather shades, complete with pigment formulas, some to around hundreds of years, a hundred of years old, to kind of figure out the shade selection and the creative concept behind the lipsticks. The lipsticks come in 24 shades, 14 satin, and 10 matte, and have a refillable, plastic-free packaging. It retails for $67, the most expensive lipsticks on the luxury side. The only like luxury lipstick I can think of that's kind of like a luxury brand other than YSL is Gucci. I know Gucci just dropped their own line of lipstick and but they're about like $45 I believe so these are definitely on the more expensive end. Um, however Hermes, sorry I don't know why I keep saying Hermes, but Hermes is not a cruelty-free brand according to the ethical elephant list of cruelty-free brands at Sephora. So something to keep in mind. Next I have a top shelf from Into the Gloss and it's called The Beauty of Brooklyn Community Services by the ITG team. Um, at this moment in time I do not know who makes up the ITG team. I'm pretty sure it's like three people right now from what I've seen in the past month but it was a very good article. Um, it was is definitely one of my favorite reads of the year. And just to like set it up, I'm gonna read the first few sentences of the article, um, line by line, but. Towering over Ellis Island, the Statue of Liberty is one of New York's most outsized symbols of American freedoms. But just beyond it, about a mile into Brooklyn, is the organization that quietly puts the statue's symbolic gestures into practice. It's called Brooklyn Community Services, and the 150-year-old organization serves 
Brooklyn's most vulnerable, homeless, and impoverished New Yorkers. The Brooklyn downtown office is its headquarters, but there are in fact 25 different BCS branches throughout Brooklyn, which support over 18,000 people each year. The BCS provides early childhood education, after-school programming, therapy, and career development, and more, um, and most of their people are young people. This was a phenomenal read, like I said, and I really appreciate the four people who sat down to share their stories of what they do for the BCS, their backstory and how they got involved, their personal lives and how their day-to-day from working at the BCS just kind of translates into kind of what they do after BCS, which are like being mothers and daughters and whatnot. And of course, their relationship to beauty and how they use beauty as a form of self-expression Um, and and to increase self-confidence. I really appreciate the work they do, and I really believe everyone should read it. Like I said, this is definitely one of my favorite reads this year so far, and they did a very good job. Believe it or not, that wraps up today's podcast episode. If you would like to listen to future episodes of Cute Kind Of, it is available on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and iHeartRadio. My Twitter is at Layla underscore Riaz for future reference. My Instagrams are at Layla.Riaz and at Cute Kind of Podcast. And my Pinterest is www.pinterest.com backslash Layla Riaz. And if you want to email me for whatever reason, any reason at all you can tell me about your day or if you're just commenting on something I said in the podcast I would love to hear it but my email is hello cute kind of at gmail.com and for all show notes and extra information about me and if you would like to um find free cringy material of me and my writings from when I was like in middle school and high school visit my blog at wait my blog which is cute kind of.com um hopefully by friday actually on thursday by the time this is published there will be like the show notes episode which include all links um and extra materials that i talked about in today's podcast episode so let's see some little updates about myself so i'm almost done with kingdom hearts birth by sleep (laughs) it's been a very long road and i'm currently on like the neverland island with eventist who is my last character story i need to complete also last week when I finished Aqua's arc, I don't know if I talked about this in last week's episode, but I realized I didn't save the game when I finished Terra's arc. Thank God I saved Terra's level right before I, the final battle, so I just had to like finish the final battle. But hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I will be done with the game. So I was going to originally talk about podcast episodes, then I realized my script was eight pages, and I was going to include it in the blog post. However, I think I've recorded less than 30 minutes of material, so I'm just going to talk about them. But for podcasts I've been reading, I mean, podcasts I've been reading, I mean, podcasts I've been listening to, um, obviously The Lavender Lifestyle, which I will talk about in a moment, Kind of Cute. Kind of Cute is like my favorite pop culture podcast at the moment um so I was trying to look up my podcast on Apple Podcasts and kind of cute came up so I was like really interested so I listened to it and it was really good this like um logo thumbnail is super cute Bailey's the best I love listening to her podcast like 
I'm not a huge pop culture person. However, like for what I do, it's important to keep track. But even like, it's fun. It's like, like when I listen to her talk, it's like she's talking to a friend. Like she's my friend. And it's really funny and I really enjoy it and highly suggest you go listen to it. Um, obviously, Fat Mascara, that is a great podcast. They have this clout they have and the people they bring on to interview is insane. Like the last episode I listened to, they brought on Christy Dash, who's like in charge of like beauty at Instagram. Yeah. Um, and basically Christy gave you like information on how to create like a successful beauty Instagram page, which was insane. It was like free, like she works at Instagram, like the world's biggest like social media platform and she's giving you free advice on what to do. Like that was insane. So I highly suggest you listen to that. Also Jessica Matlin just had a baby. So, and she's one of the hosts of Fat Mascara. Um, so very happy for her. Um, what else? The read. And then, what else? I have Breaking Beauty, Forever 35. Um, I like the Essence podcast a lot. That's pretty good. Um, but the one episode I wanted to mention is the Lavender Lifestyle episode 138 called Astrogeography, North Nodes and Finding Your Life Path with Dara DeBonet. Um, the the episode was really interesting because it talked about finding your soul's purpose using your north and south nodes. Um, I listened to this episode when I went and started cleaning and I just left my AirPods in and just let Lavender Lifestyle play for like two hours. But um, if you don't know what north and south nodes are, they can be found on your birth chart. So when I like listened to this podcast, I pulled up my birth chart um, and it talked about my north and south nodes and one of the things it said is like I should be working on being more organized and being more productive as well as being more vulnerable time to time which is kind of eye-opening for me because I think that is something I agree with because it's very hard for me to be vulnerable with people it's even hard to like talk about it right now um, I thought it'd be beneficial to bring up since I am working on organizing myself more. I thought it was interesting. So if you have listened up to this point, I would love to hear what your sole purpose is with your north and south nodes. Um, and if you don't know what that is, I'll link like the birth chart thing to, in the blog post, which will basically tell you all you need is like your birth location, which is like the actual hospital or place you were born in. Um, your birthday, obviously, and then your birth time, which should be found on your birth certificate, and it kind of does all the work for you. But yeah, that's really exciting, so I'd love to know. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for listening, and I will be talking to you guys next week. Hopefully I have a job update or another update for you guys, but until then, bye! Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. 
At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com.